You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. We just want to welcome all our viewers out there. It's uh, just been a blessing to be with you. Uh, This is Mike Petro, and we are the Voice of Healing News. Uh, For those of you that have been in contact with us, we are uh, reaching out into many uh, different areas of of, uh, information right now, trying to get as much news out to you as possible. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can contact us at vohnews.tv. And please uh, send us your your, your inquiries, what you're looking for, the programs you like, uh, what type of programs that you think we should be doing in the future, whether they're for candidates or or um, uh, the, the political issues that are going on right now, COVID, there's just so many topics. It's just crazy, everything that's going on in the earth right now. And I mean, I, I think we're in the time of a, a wake-up call. And uh, so many people that have been coming onto the show uh, or quality people to to keep us informed on what's going on. And I'm I'm here with Dr. Mark Sherwood, and I met Mark uh, a couple times now, and um, Mark has really been uh, a a catalyst on what's happening in the Republican Party in Oklahoma. He's running for governor there, and as Mark has uh, been pushing in, I, I mean, I, I've just sort of hung around him when he's talking to people to hear his political views and and see where he's at. There's so many people right now that, you know, just because they say they're a Republican, really, I don't think they're there, but I know Mark is. And Mark, it's great to have you. And uh, man, it, it's a blessing to have you on the show, brother. Yeah, it's good to be here, Mike. Thanks for having me. I'm honored. So uh, appreciate you, man. Look, it's, it's awesome to be here with you. Amen. So so how is the... the um, how is the race uh, shaping up in Oklahoma right now? I know that running for governors, I, you know, I know like three guys right now that uh, that literally we pray with and and talk to about uh, races and and as governor of different states. Uh, one of them actually over in California, but I know, you know, I always felt like Oklahoma is one of those places where you begin to weigh what's happening within the the Democrat or Republican Party. Yeah, I think we're in the state. You mentioned in the intro the idea of this thing called a rhino, you know, mm. Republican and name old, running against that right now. Yeah. And uh, we're doing the best we can from a grassroots standpoint. Mm. <clears throat> Mike, I'll tell you, people are tired. They're sick and tired of being misled, lied to, deceived. Yes. Thing of fire in people right now that, frankly, I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And we're honored to get them charged up and rallied around a cause to bring about the voices of the people mm-hmm. to be loud and resounding once again, where government can get smaller and the people's voices can once again get larger. You, you know, Mark, one of the things I've 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 been listening to, and I and it's weird. I'm I'm hearing it everywhere. I I try to pay attention, like when I'm at the airport, or I'm at the restaurant. 
there's something going on where people are talking and it, it's becoming more and more open. It's like we're tired. Now, this is just this just isn't the Republican Party. I'm listening to Democrats really just saying they've yeah. had enough, too. And clearly, I mean, today I was oh, I was with a couple guys and they were telling me the gas prices are eight dollars and nine cents in the state of California. And you start hearing this uh, um, eggs, uh, you know, um, the 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 uh, the the the. The ones that are not processed, they're up like at eighteen dollars, twenty-two dollars for for a dozen eggs. I mean, that's this is crazy, and and the Biden administration has has is clueless, or their people are clueless to to, to the people have had it. They have, and you're right. This is not a um, Republican problem. This is a people problem. This is a politician problem, and. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'm sick of politicians. I'm sick of the whole political system. As we all get into this, I've seen um, this deception and crookedness and lying and corruption on both sides. And it's it's both of their problems, Mike. And yeah. so my hope is that through this race, we'll bring people's attention to this idea of the Tenth Amendment that these United States are individual sovereign states that have the ability that is a gift yeah. to actually establish their own sense of identity, their own sense of culture, and their mm-hmm. own sense of independence. And when we do that, we're going to see some shocking things occur. We'll see people push back finally against this ridiculous uh, federal government that's got so big so fast, and we did it. Yeah. But we got to push back against that and make it smaller in a hurry, or it's going to continue to overtake us. But we're feeding a beast right now, and that beast is eating us alive. Why do you think that they aren't listening to the people anymore? Because this this is starting to stand out like a sore thumb. I just noticed in the last two years, it's just like, and, and it's getting worse. I mean, they're walking down a road of suicide at this point. The Democratic Party is. When you have very, you know, liberal voices, uh, Bill Maurer and these guys just saying, we're done. You, you've walked away from us, you know. When you see them and they're saying they had enough and, and you're looking at the woke and you see the numbers in Disney falling like, like you know, like a lead weight in the ocean. I mean, <laughs> people are saying enough is enough, but why, why don't, is there, do you have any idea why they're not listening? Why, I mean, you would think they'd be concerned to get the vote. Well, I think there's probably blindness going on, Mike. I believe that at some point in time, people's, minds and hearts and souls are so seared and, and blind with the idea of falling for the temptation of money, fame, money, fame, and power. Mm. And that temptation of money, fame, and power is available to all of us out there. We need to be honest about that, myself included. Yeah. We must never be about that. When you go so far into that, you can't serve both God and money. You know, mm. so we had this uh, sort of worshiping of this money, fame, and power. And I just mm. don't think they know how deep they went into that. And I believe there's just utter blindness, you know, the hardening of the hearts, if you will, where you can present to them truth, but they're not going to see it Mm -hmm. because they're so used to controlling things and they just don't see the reality. And and I think there's enough God fearing, hardworking constitution, believing patriots around this land that are going to step up and continue to step up and not be silenced anymore. 
Mm. Well, I mean, we we need uh, we need a an awakening, and not only in the church, but it, but in our country. I mean, it's I mean, it, there there's such a um, a separation, even in the church. I notice right now, it's like. You know, you have pastors that are crying out to other pastors. It's time to get into the fight. It's time to get into this battle. Why aren't you listening? And I, I think people are more afraid of the sheep. I mean, you know, I I was fortunate uh, fortunate enough to live next to a, a shepherd, and and I noticed one thing: the sheep should always be following the shepherd, right? But somehow, somehow, yeah. this thing, whole thing is reversed, where the shepherds are just saying, you know, doing whatever the sheep want to do, and the church is not in one accord, and uh, and it's right. it's amazing to me that you know there's not a not not a direction happening within the body of Christ, but you know in this in the state of Oklahoma there's just uh, you know it's 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 a ba- a Bible based area you know um, you have in Tulsa uh, universities there Christian universities so you get a pretty good taste what the church is thinking out of the state of California or the state of uh, Oklahoma. And uh, when I was there, I was, I was listening to a lot of the the pastors and, and the conferences that were going on there. And I, it, it seemed to me like there is an awakening coming in the church, at least in the state of Oklahoma. I think it's starting. Um, there's still a lot of people here in my home state where I am right now that don't get it. There's several mega churches that whose names remain nameless who don't talk about the hard subjects like um, LGBTQ abortion because they willfully don't want to go there. They consider themselves seeker friendly. And so there's a little bit of a compromise there in my assessment. Shepherds should not be seeker friendly. Shepherds should be leaders to lead their flock to green pastures and clear water. Sure. That's what Jesus is about, you know. And so a shepherd is to uh, protect the flock from wolves, even in yeah. sheep's clothing. And seeing that kind of bleed in there a lot. And I believe there's a separation right now between the, the true church and the false church. So the remnants being identified right now, the remnants growing out and being separated. And I think that's all a, a big deal. And I think part of the remnant is in the central U.S., South Central U.S., and I think that's where the, the hub of a lot of revival is going to spring up. Rob, attention has been brought to that area from around the world, and I believe that um, God's hand of blessing will be on that so much Amen. that it creates this uncharacteristic, uncommon attention there, and people are trying to figure out why there's so much protection and blessing on the land, and we will continue the remnant that is acknowledge, you know, Jesus as Lord and, and God as the creator. Yeah. Amen. I'm with you on that also, brother. It's a, that was a big topic in the early church about the end time move, and mm-hmm. I believe we're stepping into that. I, w- I really wanted to get to you a little bit about a couple things. One, uh, voter integrity. I mean, there's a big, um, there's a big switch. People are waking up to what happened in the last election. And uh, the, this movie that came out, 2,000 Mules, I, you know, I hear people talking about it, uh, just walking around, where that, uh, I was at the, at the barber the other day, and he was talking about it and asking questions, Ooh. what I thought about this. And at the end, as soon as he brought it up, the whole barber shop 
was you know wanted information being there's they got in that shop they got about five uh, probably about eight barbers and everybody just stopped cutting hair and so i i and the the one guy was talked to was catholic my barber and he said you know i i left catholicism because everything that's going on with the pope and everything else and i'm now in a you know a baptist church and and i'm i'm just seeking god he goes because i know something's up but anyway um I mean, he was talking about how they were caught red-handed stuffing ballot boxes. Um, I've said this I, honestly. I, I I was talking about this uh, the other day, where this now this, you know, we're, we're hearing about the monkeypox coming up here right before midterms, right? I, I honestly, I I don't. I mean, the proof is there. You got to be foolish not to see it. I mean. Stuff that Mike Lindell did, the money that was spent there, Patrick Byrne, these, uh, uh, they've caught these guys red-handed now. Uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, this is red-handed cameras. You know, uh, the, the the pattern these guys were going to from box to box to box. It's just, you know, he there, it was just it just wasn't one ballot box. You know, they they went on a whole run of them, went and got some more votes, and went and run run again. What what are, is anybody talking about in Oklahoma dealing with this? Because I know in the state of Arizona they are. There's indictments already in the state of, uh, state of Arizona. They're pushing this, and I'm hoping other states will get involved also here shortly before the midterms. Yeah, we are talking about it in Oklahoma. There's a lot of people that have boots on the ground right now that are kind of doing these mm-hmm. um, covert missions, if you will, to do uh, canvases. You know, mm-hmm. so our plan has been really clear. We want to do. Uh, forensic audits, and we have selected uh, three major counties, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Cleveland County, our three most biggest, most populous counties where um, cheating would be more prevalent mm-hmm. and more uh, available for inspection and observation and provability. So we want to do a, a great intensive uh, forensic audit. We want to follow that up with an intense canvas, uh, identify where we've got shortfalls, shortcoming, false votes, fake votes, et cetera. Uh, we want to also redo the voter rolls. We've got to get a, a process in place where we can let the past go, bring it current. We need to have clear um, laws passed where you have to have an ID that is not just a fake ID, but an ID, be a registered voter, show up in person to vote, limit absentee ballots as mm. as restrictive as possible. And finally, I believe those machines that we've been so dependent upon are, you know, very hackable. And so I'm a proponent. If you can't figure that out, go back to hand counting and bring Mm -hmm. back some of the county sheriffs to offer some sort of security chain of custody or evidentiary issues with these ballots until you can verify the count. Yeah. As I've traveled around the state and asked many, many uh, potential constituents, you know, would you help count? And I got to tell you, man, the majority of them raise their hand up and say, I'm in. Yeah. And so we got to do all those things, I think, to determine uh, what happened so that it doesn't happen again. And we can ensure our free and fair election process is just that, because if we lose that, we've lost our republic forever. Yeah. I mean, do, do you see people, I mean, as you're out and about and, and, uh, Shaking hands, are people asking you this? It's, it's got to be one of the major questions, right? 
Yeah, they do ask. They want to know what we're going to do about it. And I've outlined that plan multiple times. And mm. I've actually been given information by some of these covert uh, canvassing teams that are around. They'll feed me information. And, and they're already finding out in these major counties that there was a lot of these um, multiple ballots at one house, yeah. uh, like 10 ballots from one house, only two people live there. So, again, when I see that, I see clear fraud. And uh, the reason we select the biggest counties because – you know, we want to do them all. Everybody's like, well, do my county too. Well, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to show the information. So you 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 do it, you prove it, and mm-hmm. you reveal it very clearly. And I will do that. Nothing to hide. And when you do that, it will force the hand of everyone. And we'll say, okay, we're going to do that in every one of our 77 counties so mm-hmm. that we can make sure this is right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it's um, – the. This is a problem. I mean, and we're going to see this come yeah. out more and more. I mean, uh, I was I, I was glad that the sheriffs in Arizona are getting involved now. Also, other counties I'm finding in other states, Georgia, as as this film has woke people up to what happened. That the the information is there. The the you know yeah. uh, you, that cell phone is a dangerous thing. They know everything you do, where you go, where you went shopping, and you know, they can put you on a crime scene just by by uh, tracking your phone and where you went at what time and what store. And, and that's how the marketers get a hold of us. I always wondered. I said, how? Why are they sending me stuff about this and that? And I find out now they're tracking me on the phone, which, you know, it's oh, sort yeah. of get, it's getting scary at this point. But um, other thing, a big topic that's going on right now is uh, shootings within the United States. We know what happened down in Texas, and now we just had another one. Um, You know, people are making a big deal out of this as far as, you know, gun safety. And and I do understand that. I mean, I'm for gun safety. But clearly, uh, I was just at an NRA uh, uh, conference here in Houston. And, you know, when you talk to those guys that are on the NRA, it's that they're all very polite, really nice guys. You know, those those are guys you want to go out and you know, hang out with and sit down and watch, you know, you have them with your family. But, but the people that were screaming across the street, I wouldn't give them a gun if they were the last person on the earth to protect me because I mean, they act like crazy people. Right. And and I'm watching all yeah, this unfolding. Right. And we, we know it has, it has a political base to it and it comes against our second amendment rights. But the issue is w- w- that kid should the, the kid here in Texas should have never had a weapon. Never, um, he had mental problems, and and there's laws on the books that would have already prevented him from owning a firearm. Do you see? And, and I mean, and you get on YouTube, and there's thousands of people that have been saved by guns, where you know a, a woman saved her husband that was being getting ready to be shot. Uh, uh, break-ins, women that were going to be raped. uh, You know, the argument swings far, far, far to, to protection. And, and, and there's no doubt about it. What do you see is going to come out of this, uh, especially what's going on right now? Well, there's a lot of angles, as you mentioned. Um, Number one, the discussion we're having right now on, you know, there's most people understand the, Second Amendment, especially the Patriot Americans. So the Second Amendment for the right of the people to keep their arms shall not be infringed. And that's mm-hmm. not a comma or a semicolon, that's a period. Now, having said that, 
it is apparent to me we've got problems in this um, this nation in America. We got a violence problem. You can't uh, fix that by taking guns away because violence and murder came before guns. In other words, yeah. Cain killed Abel with a rock. Yep. So you can't certainly blame the guns. You got to blame the evil. So I need to make sure we push the the real hardcore root cause of that in the right place or in the right frame. Mm. The challenging thing we have right now, Mike, is the uh, is how do you identify the people that are having mental Ill- illness issues and how do you quantify which mm. persons shouldn't have a gun? And that's the hard part right there because I don't have the answer and I don't think anyone does. And I think we need to own that. Um, we need to seek God in that. You know, I've been doing that very same thing today, mm. you know, asking God, what is your, how do we, how do we reconcile this? What do we do? I'm looking for God ideas because taking guns away is <coughs> not a good idea. Yeah. And then just saying anybody can have a gun anytime they want by evidence they're in, there's a problem right now, you know, with what's going on. So I don't know the answer on the side of the equation, but I think early warning to these people that need some mental health, mm. they need to be there. We need to be able to have some kind of action to intervene right there so that they're not going to be able to progress in these suicidal, homicidal ideologies into reality. Well, you've seen, I mean, you, I've watched interviews of this kid's friends, the kid, the shooter in Texas, and uh, and the school knew this kid had problems. They had been called on him. He mm-hmm. talked about it openly online, you know. Um, he he was red flagged. If they can't pick him up, they're not going to pick anybody. They're just not enforcing the laws that are on the books. If you look yeah. right across our border in Mexico, they have gun laws there, and you can see everybody over there. It seems like every bandit has a uh, gun down there. It's it's crazy. And, and uh, when I listen to the testimonies, I was just listening to a lady um, with a with a eight year old little girl that was told that that the cartel told her, "Well, we're coming to take your daughter here." You know, as she gets a little bit older, right? Literally open and, and telling her. And there's nowhere she can go. There's nothing can be done. And she's not, a, a, she she is not a person that it's, you know, a minority in this. This is happening all over. It's like these people are running. Um, they're, they're running the cities. And God forbid that does happen here in our country because really the only thing on our southern border that I think that's protecting us is those farmers down there, a lot of them that, that have, you know, weapons, uh, but for people to think that there's no weapons out there and you just take it away from the, 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 to the law abiding people is ridiculous. And so I, I know uh, a lot of people are being, getting frustrated again with the government in, in this. I mean, I mean, I, you've had to have seen Biden's numbers. They're so small. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I think he's yeah. the lowest ever. He's down in the twenties now. It's, it's, I'm saying, what's enough? When's enough enough? You know, and I I know there's going to be changes at the midterms. There has to be, and, and when I look at what's happening with our current uh, leaders of our country, I'm I'm just appalled and disappointed. We're sending money over to Ukraine, and not anti-Ukraine people, but my mm-hmm. God, let's control the borders here, and let's think about the borders of our schools and and protect the kids and. Mm-hmm. What could we do with that money here? And so it what a misprioritization. Yeah. What a misappropriation of what we're supposed to be doing and where the real priorities are. 
and we're just not dealing with it. And it's to me, it's pathetic at this point in time. And yeah. and you're right. The thing that's kept America what it is is the armed citizen. That's what it is. And people don't yeah. want to acknowledge that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So Dr. Sherwood, you have also uh, you're on that you're on another big topic, which is being a doctor and treating people with COVID. Now, I, I was reading somebody uh, you've you've worked with over nine thousand people, right? At this point, and over the COVID, uh, um, um, you know, pandemic, right? I, I what is what is what do you what do you take out of everything that you see happening with COVID? I mean, I I know it's a loaded question, but I you know there's a lot of people now talking, it, and I mean again, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, that they're really seeing COVID in a different light than when this thing first kicked off. People are starting to wake up. So much is lost in translation within God's Word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book. Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. Well, COVID to me has been um, a created lethality. Mm. And I hope people heard that correctly, a created lethality. We created the virus by the lab work generating the new gain of function. Yeah. In other words, it was able to function only in animals. Now it was able to jump and function in people. And that was created in the lab. Yeah. Then we created lethality by the standard American diet, the Western lifestyle, the subsidized foods that we have in America. And America has done a, a, a horrific job at caring for the health of their people. Mm-hmm. This is pre-pandemic stuff. We built this obesity crisis. We built diabetes. We built autoimmunity. We generated all kinds of cancers with our chemicals and compounds and heart disease. We continue to maintain a mm-hmm. loss of 600,000 per year. It's not okay. And so America has been the birthplace and the hub of an unhealthy Western lifestyle that's created lethality. And as evidenced by all the comorbid conditions with the mortality of COVID, we see that there's obesity and type 2 diabetes right through the top. Yeah. So what if we didn't create lethality? What if we would reduce lethality, then we'd have a virus over here that's not lethal. And yeah. so that's been our approach from day number one. We've tried to take lethality away from both the self-government people that we are, you know, our self-care and mm. the lethality of the virus. We've tried to take that away by allowing our healthy systems to combat that with full force. Well, Dr. Sherwood, I mean, you're in, I mean, you are one of those doctors you're into supplements, those type of things, vitamins that help people. I mean, what have you seen by using those things as far as uh, people with COVID, uh, people that were fighting it? I mean, do they need, do they need a vaccination? And what do you think about that vaccination? 
<laughs> I do not believe people are born with a vaccine deficiency. Yeah. I just do not believe that. Jesus didn't have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, he laid hands on the lepers. Mm-hmm. I figure I don't either. It's one me having the spirit of God within me. And so I don't back away from that one bit. Now, people want to take one that's fine, but I have not seen them necessary at all. Uh, As a matter of fact, we've used a lot of vitamins and minerals and natural foods to get the body back into a system where whatever it was being exposed to, it could be able, based upon its own functionality, to combat, overcome those particular viruses. We're supposed to live, Mike, with viruses, bacteria, parasites symbiotically. Not supposed to be scared of them, but when they get too much on the system that's got too little to push back, therein lies the collision course that equates to lethality. Well, I mean, our body is created to get stronger when those things are in our body, where yeah. that it, it learns to fight them off and get rid of them, right? Whereas, uh, like you're saying, when you begin to put your body in that area where, uh, its natural immune system can't fight. You could, I mean, you can be killed by a common cold, you know, if, if your yes. immune system is that depleted. And I think like you're saying, we're in that time now where without the supplements, without the, the help of rebuilding ourselves up, because like you say, our diets and the very things that are attacking, you know, uh, our citizens, it's, it's, it's a serious issue at this point. Um, you know, we, we, we really, I think, are at a, at a turning and a crossroads where people need to understand uh, how to eat healthy because the, the, the steroids and everything that's in the food, it's just, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. And, one, and our body is very fine-tuned when God created us. He really created us in a way that, you know, the, the body is... It, it, you know, the, the way the immune system is, it, it protects everything in our body. So when one thing goes, you sort of have a, this, this effect that it starts moving through the, through the, through all the organs and everything else. So. Yeah, that's right. You know, the, the body is very functional and very optimal and very capable when it has everything it needs from a systematic function. So these vitamins and minerals are supposed to come from food don't all come from food anymore because our food supply has been jeopardized because of a lack of rest for the soil, a genetic modification of all the crops. So therefore what we had 50 years ago does not contain um, nutrient wise what it has today. And yeah. so therefore supplements become necessary. So we test to find out what is inadequate, plug in the gaps, get the system what it needs and it's able to overcome. And we've had no trouble. Now we've had people that mm-hmm. didn't have a good time with COVID Sure. But we didn't have people that would die. Just praise the Lord to that. Amen. I, I, I got to ask you two, the two big um, questions, too, I hear a lot. One, big pharma. Two, big tech. When, when we talk about these um, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, mm. where I, I don't understand why our, our politicians are not coming in and shutting these people down. And saying what they really are. It's fascism. It's its communism. It's suppression of free speech. Yep. Do you have a plan on how to deal with those two, two big issues right now that, that are really those, those two issues I see are two of the bigger issues that are in most people's uh, conversations right now? 
Yeah, I do with big pharma. And this is something that I big on. I, I want to put things in motion. I mean, even from the state level, I can do so much. But mm-hmm. eventually, I want to see the federal level shut off advertising to people. When you do that, you will save so much money, so much taxpayer money, because they won't be funding these big pharma companies by buying big advertisement in the middle of Super Bowl to advertise a drug to you and leave the ad- education to the physicians and not to the manipulative propaganda driven uh, TV that it is. So I think there's that with the idea of this um, social media platforms that are absolutely um, uh, pathetic in many, many ways. I'm super concerned about the idea of the uh, when children are being indoctrinated and pushed by that. I'm super concerned about the results of that. So we've got to look back at that and say what is proper and what is not proper. And when we find out what's proper, we push that when it's what's not proper. We call it for what it is and don't back away. Um, Do you really think that uh, when when you're talking about companies, say like Twitter and, and uh, I mean, you've seen the big, I mean, really, when Elon Musk uh, went in for the purchase of Twitter and mm-hmm. all the um, people that worked there, the, the officials that were being caught by say, uh, Project Veritas and, yeah. and the information that's coming out. I mean, you know, you have a, you have a official that works for Twitter. He's, you know, he's in the, He's at top levels of, of uh, the government of, of Twitter saying that they are a socialist, communistic corporation in our country. I mean, you know, people should be, politicians should be all over that, don't you think? I do. And, and I don't want us having any communist, socialistic, fascist ideologies coming into our children and or adults. And sure. Look, I'm bold enough to say it. They need to be shut down. I mean, to me, that's like doing business with a communist party agenda. And we're saying, well, that's free speech. Okay. Is it free to go out and do violence? Do we go go to do that? No, it's a crime. Yeah. It's a crime. So there's, there's a difference between free speech and promoting terrorism or promoting violence. So we need to be very hardcore about that and quit being bashful. And thinking we're violating our First Amendment because we're not. You know, people cannot commit crimes in these United States, whether through media or whatever, yeah. and think they have a free pass because it's America. Well, free speech is a two-way ro- you know, road. I mean, if you're yeah. if you're going to say, well, I get to say what I want, but I don't allow you, that isn't free speech. And again, this is a constitutional uh, issue, I think. And I'd like to see more people taking into the courtrooms and deal with these these uh, guys at that level. Um, yes. You know, it's such a delicate place we're in right now. I, I never thought I would see it. I never thought I'd see things crumble so quickly. And um, my only concern right now is, is the midterms. I mean, if there's no cheating, if we can keep cheating out of the equation, everything changes drastically. At midterms, and I, I have no doubt about that, uh, Doctor Sherwood. I, I really believe that you know people are saying. I don't believe it. I, I see it. I hear it. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Yeah. 
And uh, even it, in it's coming out of Hollywood the same way, right? Uh, they're tired, yes. uh, you know, of, of the agenda-driven political system. And I think people are finally starting to wake up. Now, you have your own company also. For those people that are out there that are, that are saying, hey, I, I really want this, uh, this health that you're talking about. I, I need supplements. You know, my sister and my mother were huge on supplements, right? By, by the time they got done talking to you, I mean, I, I didn't know what to do or what to take, right? But you have whole packages. I, and I notice, uh, yeah. you know, we're partnered with you in this. And um, uh can you just uh, in, the, in the last few minutes we have here talk a little bit about nutrition and uh, and understanding how how we can you know build a better defense in our bodies against these things that are going on right now? Yeah, the idea behind this is nutrition is the foundation of all health. I mean, Hippocrates said it clearly: the idea that. Let food be thy medicine, medicine be thy food. So we start there. We talk about supplementation. We talk about exercise, rest, um, you know, hormones, peptides, genetics, emotional, physical health, spiritual health. We talk about all those things, put them together. And the beauty of it all is we have all kinds of plans and programs out there, Mike, that anybody can use. We have video-based programs to orchestrated, scripted out programs. And people can actually work with us as mm. well where you are in a remote basis. So we can help and want to help people attain and maintain their best health because if we're not in good health, we're not going to be able to experience this big blessing, this big movement of God that we're talking about. I want people to not have sickness as a distraction. Yeah. Amen. You know, another big thing, and, and I'm going to leave it where, where I – the, the Biden administration has been pushing right now uh, finances or uh, they're, they're trying to push the responsibility of the health of, of our people over to the WHO. This is a big Ooh. thing that, that they're even signing paperwork right now, making the WHO yeah. the police of the healthcare systems for the whole world. Now, if you remember, Trump was getting ready to shut the whole thing down, said we don't want nothing to do with you guys, and, and we're done with the with the uh, United Nations even. And all of a sudden, there's this push for this, you know, one world order agenda. What do you see uh, about this the, the the Biden administration's desire to? Uh, let the WHO run or police the, the healthcare systems of the world? Well, the 10th Amendment, where the people and the states retain the power, unless they specifically give it over to the federal government, mm. has not happened. They haven't given it over to the federal government. Mm. So, in other words, he cannot give that legally, constitutionally, to the WHO mm. because he doesn't have the authority. That's a treasonous act, in my opinion. The states yeah. still hold jurisdiction. So ultimately, the states need to understand this, and the governors and the sheriffs of those particular states need to get it. And so whatever happens with this WHO thing, they are not welcome in the states because the states are individual, individual sovereign states. And so if the WHO came knocking at your door of the state border, mm. you literally could say, who do you think you are, and mm. leave. 
because that's we've got to get to that point, Mike. And if we don't understand that, we don't understand the Constitution, and we we have problems. Yeah, brother, I appreciate you know that because I know so many people don't understand their 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 you know constitutional rights, especially at the state level. We we've seen so much of that abused, actually. You know, within yeah. Other states, the Democratic states, it's crazy. You know, I I liken to, um, you know, when the Hebrews were getting ready to come out of Egypt and the plagues were being poured out on on the on the on Egypt, right? And uh, in Goshen, where the Hebrews were, there was no plagues, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But over in Egypt, there was. It seems to be the same thing going on in our country because all the COVID is attacking the the Democratic states, right? And the Republican states are without mask and working and everything else. So, but doctor, uh, yeah. sure. What it, Mark, it's been great to have you. I, I appreciate you. Uh, how can people get involved with your campaign and, and um, how can they, you know, partner with you uh, for the running for governor yeah. in, in, in Oklahoma? They can go to Sherwood2022.com and uh, all of our platform stances are there. There's a nice app that they can download. And mm. uh, we encourage people to use that as a vetting tool for your own candidates in your own states. But keep us in your prayers. Yeah. So Sherwood2022.com. And uh, if you're supposed to, you know, volunteer time, share the app and give, you need to do that because we're good ground. Amen. We're going to keep in contact with you. We're going to, you know, keep pushing for your brother. It's great to have you again. Great to see you again. And hopefully uh, let's do some more shows together. God bless you. I look forward to it. God bless you. Amen. For those of you that are out there, I mean, um, in in the state of Oklahoma, this is the guy you want to be backing. You want to get with uh, Dr. Sherwood. He is, uh, you know, I've met him several times. I like his, his heart, his demeanor, his character. You know, he means what he says and he says what he means. And he's uh, that type of brother. Uh, if you want to get with him, please get a hold of his uh, his uh, information. And if you don't didn't get that, just get in contact with us. We want to thank all of you that are out there listening to us and here at uh, VOH TV. We are really pressing, not just from the 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 side of the Lord Jesus Christ, but we're also you know, uh, pressing into our political rights. And people say to me, I, I, you know, I almost hear it all the time, well, what is the church doing in religion? Well, if the church didn't get into religion, the United States of America wouldn't even be here. The first shots of our war of independence was shot by pastors. The first men that were killed for this country were parishioners and, and people of God that fought for the freedom of this country are, are soldiers that, that are of Christian origin that have fought for our democracy and fought for our, our nation. It's all about Christianity. And listen, this was the great experiment. This country was supposed to be the new Jerusalem from people that fled from tyranny from religious persecution, and believe me, it's it's again, it's happening again, and we need to wake up because once you lose your speech, if you don't get in to this battle, you're gonna surely you won't be able to say what you want to say, and we, we are very close to this whole thing transitioning around, and we need everybody involved. Just want to thank all of our listeners out there. Please get a hold of us. 
if you would like to uh, participate uh, in anything we're doing or just say hi, you know, just get a hold of us, email us, call us, text us. We love you out there. God bless you. This is Mike Petro, the voice of healing television. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.